Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Google Workspace Recap, a Tab Geeks Network show. Each week we take you through everything announced by Google Workspace, discussing the updates of the week and other relevant news and announcements. My name is Jesse Nolan, my co-host is Steve Larson, and we're here to help you keep up. Going to be a quick episode today, only a few updates and a few other topics, so short and sweet intro to go along with it. Steve, how's it going? Uh, pretty good. Yeah, I'm uh, testing out this new mic, the Shure SM7B, so we'll see how that is mm. compared to my other one. That's great. Recording. Recording from the 1871 podcast studio here, as you can tell behind me. Live from Chicago Studios. <laughs> yep. And uh, yeah, it's a pretty quiet week this week. Uh, three updates, and they're, you know, not too interesting uh, from my perspective. So, uh, pretty quiet week in terms of updates. Uh, there are there are some upcoming events. That are workspace related that I did see on like C to C. I think there's something happening tomorrow. Uh, it's like a session recapping the workspace event that happened last month from Google, and yep. then uh, I think June 16th, if I recall correctly, they're also C to C is also doing a session uh, regarding the Google Domain Transfer Service from the PSO team. So if you missed the live session that Colin over uh, with SAS Ops uh, community there uh, did a while back, that will be happening again. It will not be, I think it was Jordan who did it last time from Google. It's a different engineer that's doing it this time. But uh, it's a really uh, good session to attend. you know, one caveat to that service is you have to be classified by Google as an enterprise or select customer. Uh, one of the domains that are it's going to be in that uh, domain transfer uh, process. So uh, you might want to check on that ahead of time if it even is going to apply to you because not all domains will qualify. But uh, I'm going to be attending that just to kind of catch up on anything that may have changed and. Uh, and I think I'll be at the one tomorrow as well with C2C. So it's been out for me there. Yeah. Yeah. I think I uh, accidentally got double booked there. I have a, a community event at the same time. So I'm not going to be able to make the summit uh, oh. recap tomorrow night. So you'll have to yeah. uh, take my place and, and give me a recap. Maybe I can call in. We'll see. I did attend the one last week, the security one. Um, it, was, it was pretty good. It was actually me and a couple of Aussies. And you showed yeah. up uh, about halfway through. Um, I made a bunch of new friends over in Australia. So oh, nice. um, howdy to our Australian uh, friends and our Australian listeners. We've got uh, a couple down there that I know are regulars on the show. Um, and uh, the person who's hosting that event is in Australia as well. So she's um, pretty in- interconnected with the community there. And so that's why there was a bunch of Australians on that call. But yeah, it was nice. a good one. Definitely check it out. That's good. Yeah, well, let's get through the uh, the updates. I'll include the links to those events as well in the show notes. Summit, yeah. See, yeah, yeah, all those. Um, hopefully you can listen to this before the event because we're recording a little bit late today. Uh, yeah, I'm going to edit as soon as we're done here and put it up. So by this afternoon, yeah. it should be online, and uh, our most diehard listeners will benefit Tuesday. from listening to it as soon as yeah. it goes live. It should go live around the same time it normally does. So, <laughs> sure. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I guess we were recording Tuesday morning instead of our mon- usual Monday night. Yeah. All right. Yep. So, update-wise, we have 
uh, an update here around in Google Drive, so more e see, easily see file locations in Google Drive. And I got they were, thought they were kind of easy before in the, in the footer. Uh, Google for Education transformation reports uh, window open. Reports window open. Window open. I know it's kind of a weird title, uh, but the Google for Education transformation reports are now available worldwide. Sounds like. And then uh, Google Meet features, uh, bringing Google Meet features to Google Duo for a single integrated video solution. Uh, what's going on with this? Um, <laughs> I didn't know Duo was still going to be a, something. Uh, well, they, were focus they announced on, but... that Duo was merging with Meet, and now they're actually doing it. Yeah. That's yeah. basically it. <laughs> well, I don't know. Hopefully that's a good thing. I've as much as I have, like my Google Home and everything, I haven't really used Duo for calls and making calls. Same. I always end up using Meet and dialing yeah. out from Meet and doing the calling from Meet, and it's. But you know what? Anything that helps to streamline Google's chat and communications strategy and offerings is wonderful and very welcome. Yeah, I guess so. That's right. And then we have a few other things in other topics. Uh, we already talked about the C2C events, but then we also have uh, an article here talking about uh, you know Thomas Kurian uh, making his move. Um, and uh, what is that article about? Interesting. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I actually didn't get a chance to fully go into all the details on it. I wanted to find more than just the press release that was there. Uh, but essentially, it goes into more details talking about how they're going uh, in the direction of having every, I mean, his demand or his announcement of having every um, transaction going through partners and engaging the partner channel and, and uh, really all of the work that he's done over the last couple of years to not only light a fire under Google Cloud and haul ass to really innovate and catch up, but now to um, make a move to pull from the article headline here to take over and to possibly surpass, you know, Microsoft and dare we even say AWS, but we'll see given that they have like, I don't know, 40% of the market share. <laughs> well, I guess that's a good article to compliment your article that you wrote. It uh, is. It which was is, an interesting timing. Microsoft is afraid of Google. My, my, how the tables have turned written by Jesse yeah. Allen. <laughs> yeah. This is an article that I wrote. Just give a little sneak peek. Uh, Microsoft basically made a bunch of announcements uh, at their recent partner event, most specifically that all of their 600,000 partners need to get on board with selling their cloud-based versions, and something like less than 10% are currently equipped to do so. Everyone else is still selling the old-school on-prem stuff, and Microsoft is like, dude, we gotta, we got to hit the gas on this, and you guys got to get on board to sell the rest of the stuff, because otherwise... Google's just going to own the market. So more on that uh, when we get there. All right. Well, yeah, let's dive into those updates. So the, the first one is uh, about uh, being able to more easily see file locations in Google Drive. So, Thank uh, God. Well, I guess. What's happened Thank here Google. is that uh, there's a new column to include the location information in search, recent, starred, and trash. Uh, during on the web views for Drive, so I mean I don't know. Before for me, it, you know, I clicked on a file, I looked down below, it showed me the path where the file was at. I thought it was pretty intuitive. I guess now we're getting a 
a, a column dedicated to the location. So, uh, you know, there was also the ability to click the little uh, information tab and then go to the location where the folder was before. So, I don't know, I guess just more ways to find out where it's located isn't a bad thing. Uh -huh. So, uh, just making it a little bit easier. It, I know a few people have been wondering when it is going to come out for them. I don't think I've seen it on my accounts, even though, let's see, maybe, I don't know, we don't have it on Workspace Recap here, Jesse. I don't see it there yet. I'm not sure if it's on Rapid Release or not. But, um, we are, but we're not, you know, always the first yeah, one in line to get it. That's right. And check over and, our big uh, account. Yeah, I'm not seeing it on many of my uh, many of my accounts at the moment. So it was supposed to have rolled out starting June 1st to rapid release domains on a full rollout one to three days for feature visibility. So it seems like there's a little bit of a lag on that one. Scheduled release domains, uh, we'll start seeing that starting the 14th of June. And that's also on a pretty short rollout uh, time frame of one to three days for feature visibility there. Available to all workspace customers as well as legacy uh, G Suite basic and business customers. Uh, next, we have a little education update. So the transformation reports are available for K-12 uh, Google Workspace for education customers worldwide at no cost. And they are only available in English for those of you using them. Uh, the reporting window is open from the 1st of June to the 26th of July. So there's some improvements uh, uh, over this year's reports, uh, things that include immediate access, so Google Workspace for Education uh, super admins can log in today and immediately view their custom report. Uh, the former three-week-long survey window has been removed. And then there's some real-time customization and an optional survey as well. Uh, let's see, looking at who is going to get this. Uh, this is going to uh, be available to, as I said, those K-12 uh, workspace education fundamental domains, uh, education standard, education plus, and then the teaching and learning upgrade. Not available, of course, to the non-education uh, SKUs. And then last one uh, is that Google Meet features are coming to Duo for a single integrated video solution. And um, from here, uh, you know, just kind of, uh, there's a, been a lot of new features uh, coming to both Meet, I guess, and Duo here. Uh, so those that are using Duo as our cross-platform video calling app service, they've introduced, uh, you know, new features like group calls for up to 32 people. Uh, there's uh, the addition of doodles. Uh, Good old masks are there, uh, fun effects with family mode. So it's kind of bringing back some of those uh, features that we may remember from the early uh, Hangout days, it seems like. So if you're interested in those types of things, I guess Duo is going to be the uh, tool for you. Uh, but the uh, you know with Google Meet, there's been over 100 features and improvements since uh, that kind of came out in 2020. And um, in the coming weeks, uh, so they're adding all of Google Meet features to the Duo app, so users can like schedule uh, a video meeting at a time that works for everyone to continue using uh, video calling to instantly connect with a group or person, or or 
uh, continue using it to uh, instantly connect. Uh, so you can do both. Uh, later this year, uh, we'll rename the Duo app to Google Meet, uh, uh, our single video communication service. So, th okay, there we go. Uh, that is a good thing. Yes. Well, that is nice. There's no so need to the download a new app. If you've if got Duo users, simply ensure you have the latest Duo installed on your device. And uh, interesting. Okay. If you've got Meet as an app and Duo as an app on Android, are you going to have Meet and Meet? That is uh, a good question here. So it says, for Google Workspace users, Meet can continue to be used on the web or mobile as long as the Meet service is on in the admin console. Um, let's see, trying to make the transition from Duo to Meet as smooth as possible. Admins will receive an email detailing the impact of the organization. Uh, so the cloud blog article as well that kind of talks about this. And um, yeah, that's a good I guess question. It's not just Android. It looks like it's everybody. Yeah. So. Um. I mean, this is, yeah, this is actually a really good update, I guess, if they're bringing this all together into one and a single app here. Um, it's going to be interesting how that impacts, like, the business users if all these, like, duo features are coming into Meet. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I mean, look, you know, Zoom has one app for both their business users and their regular yeah. end users. Teams is the same way. Skype. Whatever, <laughs> whatever. When it comes to Skype, you know, it's, it makes sense to to unify the code bases and and to bring it all together and to to unify the teams too. Like if Google's got you know yeah. crack engineers working on both teams, why should you separate the two of them? We want the best of the best working on enterprise for sure. And uh, mm -hmm. it's an interesting strategy of uh, where Google is bringing you know more like the base features to everyone else and then upgrading uh, enterprise users to have more enterprise-centric features. I wonder if that means that they'll have better noise canceling for us versus no noise canceling or not as good noise canceling for um, yeah. for for public users or for consumers, rather. It's, a, it's an interesting um, dance, I suppose. Yeah, so there's there's some... Uh, I'm just looking here at the getting scrolling down into the details of this update and by the looks of things there are some things to be aware of regarding service uh, availability so if you are I'm just looking for duo right now I actually don't see duo listed yeah I'm not in seeing the additional it. Google services in the additional control. services yeah so I'm trying to find it I don't see it in my one organization here but what it's saying is, uh, you know, for admins, you can manage uh, the Duo access by turning that on or off on the, under additional services. Uh, so, uh, you know, keep that in mind if you turn that off. But uh, it only applies, the, so the Duo app only applies to the Duo video calling features and will not impact Meet functionality. And then there is, of course, uh, the ability to control Meet, uh, as you know. Uh, so they recommend kind of keeping Google Meet on for the organization. If you turn Meet off, uh, it says that users who have a Duo account and are registered with your organization account will lose access to Duo when Duo updates to Meet. So kind of be aware aware of that. So I guess yeah, that's that's an interesting uh, 
piece there. So if you have, you know, if you don't have Google Meet enabled in your organization, what your users have been in leveraging Duo with their corporate accounts, and you have Meet off, users are going to no longer be able to use Duo once this update comes. So something to uh, to think about there and to see, you know, maybe find out who's using Duo at the moment if you have Google Meet off the mo uh, currently. Uh, there's some additional details here for education admins about users under 18, things like that. Uh, and then from an end user perspective, you know, just keep that in mind. If you are an end user listening to this uh, podcast, make sure that you have Google Meet enabled in your org. Uh, otherwise, when this transitions, you won't have access to Duo anymore. There's a uh, article on the Google Cloud blog on mm -hmm. the same day as this update, uh, written right. by Javier Saltero, uh, bridging, oh, yeah. sorry, bringing the power of Google Meet to Google Duo users. It's rather similar yeah. to the update here, but um, posting the link in the show notes anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That link that is linked into the uh, into the updates yep. uh, blog, but yeah, that'd be good to just include a direct link to that. So you can find it. Um, so yeah, it'd be, be nice to see what this uh, what this app looks like moving forward. I mean, we, we can see some of the screenshots, the animation in there. So nice. Well, update-wise, that concludes our updates for the week, folks. Very few of them. Uh, Jesse, take it away. Yeah, it's going to be our shortest episode ever. <laughs> Actually, I don't know. Well, we it's say a, that, but uh, then we keep we that, and talking, then, so yeah. you never yeah, know. Well, you only have that studio reserved for how long now? How <laughs> much longer? About 12 minutes. Okay, let's roll. All right, so the article we started talking about before where uh, Google Cloud CEO Thomas Kurian makes his move is, like I said before, a uh, press release. It's in uh, CRN.com, uh, which is a channel... Um, uh, publication. And uh, essentially, he's looking to, quote, industrialize the cybersecurity industry and create the world's most open cloud marketplace and completely eradicate the channel conflict. This is going to be interesting to watch because um, I've been digging into kind of the, the partner environment and how they're headed in this direction of only working with partners. And on one hand, yes, in theory, it should be very helpful uh, to those of us who are working with a partner to, to get better service. And it should... Um, simplify the way that the support works and, and prevent, or not prevent, but I guess um, eliminate people going directly to Google. On the other hand, it, it is really easy for people to go directly to Google, but at the same time, I made the mistake of not knowing that working with a partner is free for the customer because Google pays the partners. And um, when I did my migration seven years ago, I didn't use the help of a partner because I was, as I've said before on the show, I, I've been using Workspace since the early days. I can do it myself. And I did, but it might have been a little bit easier had I had the assistance of a partner. So um, in theory, this is great. Uh, hopefully, they'll implement it well, and it won't be too painful. And hopefully, they'll make it easier for people to become partners. Uh, I've recently been looking into doing that and had to go into a partnership through another reseller because that's how they are pushing people to do it. Um, but I am pretty confident that I'm hopefully going to be able to get full uh, reseller status uh, given our, our connections and whatnot. So um, if anybody at Google is listening and wants to uh, give us a hand for our, our new uh, uh, MSP unit, reach out and let me know. Uh, but anyways, on the, on the article here, talks about how much they have significantly increased the headcount and what they've been working on. And it's really phenomenal. The numbers here are staggering. Now, again, there's a lot of marketing 
stuff in this article because it is a press release. And uh, shout out to Tony Safoyan from uh, Sada Systems, who's one of, if not Google's largest cloud partner with enormous um, purchase commits uh, and uh, talks about how... Um, how Thomas Kurian, and there's a quote here, he's not afraid to make hard decisions, he's not afraid to change his mind or strategy to make decisions given new information. He's one of the few leaders I know who can talk from the 100,000-foot view and moonshot ideas and explain a YAML file. So, um, yeah, some good some good uh, bits in this article. I do want to dig more into it and some of the links that they have in here as well and uh, do some more thinking and analysis on this, but uh, it does give us an insight into the direction of Google's strategy here for continuing to work to accelerate and gobble up more market share and then hopefully at some point dominate the uh, the cloud industry. Obviously, they have a long way to go given that, uh, well, AWS owns most of it, so or almost most of it. So that's that article. And uh, we've got the link, obviously, in the show notes. Uh, we've got another event here that I'm not sure if Steve mentioned at the at the top here is the Chrome Enterprise Demo Day. This is a closer look at what's new and what's next. This is similar to most of their demo days where you get a little bit of salesy, a little bit of uh, customer sessions talking about how they implemented it and what it worked for them and so on. But they often slip in a bunch of announcements so we always make sure to watch these and uh, see what's new what they're what they're announcing what they're talking about and we love chrome enterprise so definitely going to be taking a look at that that is tomorrow uh june 8th at 10 a.m pacific so uh if you are listening to this on tuesday then you should definitely put that in your calendar for tomorrow uh, if you want to see it and then the last thing we have here is my article, which is Microsoft is Afraid of Google. My, my, how the tables have turned. This is on our Tab Geeks website. And basically goes into what I was saying before, where uh, Microsoft is telling all of their uh, partners to get on board because none of them, or very very low amount of them, are actually selling the cloud-based services of uh, that Microsoft offers. And really seems to show, if you read between the lines, that uh, Microsoft is realizing that as much as they own the business market for the most part, and there are so many companies that are on um, on various Microsoft on-premise products or, or cloud-hosted, even you know Exchange servers, that a good number of them are starting to go and look towards Google and other tools, especially as they realize that they need to be able to uh, enable remote workers and, and that the old style office is kind of going away. Um, obviously, I don't think it's going to go away completely, but uh, the there there is a huge push in most businesses to basically start adopting this if they haven't already. Um, another tidbit that came out of that press release where they were telling their partners to get on board is that they also let them know that they're going to be releasing Windows devices in the sub $200 range as well as the sub $100 range and said, quote, we'll participate in the low end part of the computing device market and challenge Google's Chromebooks. So a direct call out there in Microsoft's messaging to their partners. Um, Microsoft CEO Kevin Turner stated, quote, we need to have a challenger mindset and said that the next major version of Windows, when it comes out, will have game-changing functionality for enterprises. So uh, go and read the whole article here, and uh, I've got a lot more details and, and whatnot in there. But um, be be happy that you're on the side of Google, and uh, Google is apparently made so much progress going from a small company with a big search engine to the point where the great and powerful Microsoft is finally uh, realized 
realizing the threat and competition is always fantastic. So let's hope that this just continues to uh, jumpstart and accelerate the, the, the power that Google brings to the table and, and you know, the, the great system that we all know and love. Uh, that's that's pretty much it. As we mentioned at the top of the episode, we've got the C2C event tomorrow is the uh, Workspace Summit recap. It's just a, a, a somewhat of a casual chat, a bunch of people. And uh, Steve, you said that you had a couple of other uh, C2C events you wanted to add there, in there as well. Yeah, it was, um, I think it's at the Workspace. Let's see, there's um, working with Google developer experts around the world coming up uh, June 9th. There's, uh, just looking at the list here, migrating, uh, you know, workspace instances from one to another. That's the 16th of June. And that was, the, those are the main ones. Okay, cool. So yeah. those links will be in the show notes. And then um, also want to give a, a shout out to our weekly Tab Geeks meetup. We are meeting on Fridays at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern. And uh, it's just a Google Meet where we get together and schmooze about whatever during the week. Uh, you know, things that happened, technology news or, or uh, business news. A couple of weeks ago, we started talking about non-alcoholic beer. I've learned that that's uh, apparently something that is way more popular than I thought it would be. Uh, it's a pretty cool and interesting topic that... Uh, a lot of people enjoy after a long day working at the office. So, you know, it's not all tech, but it is all tech people, and we, uh, you know, we have a good time. So we can put the links uh, for that in the show notes as well. So that's a, a wrap for us. That's all for this week. Send us your questions and comments on Twitter at Workspace Recap and our website, WorkspaceRecap.com. Hit the subscribe button wherever you are listening. Leave us a review if you can, and uh, a thumbs up. Feel free to leave comments over on YouTube or uh, shoot us an email. We love hearing from all of our listeners. Uh, all over the world and especially hearing more about you and why you listen and what you're looking for and what you love to hear us do. Um, we're definitely interested in what you have to say. So get in touch. Have a great week and we'll see you next time on Workspace Recap. <laughs>